You are listening to Legally Binding, a podcast brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law that is all about providing the business community with useful and practical legal tips and advice for growing and sustaining business ventures. For more information, please feel free to visit our website at www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We hope you enjoy. Yeah, so uh, so one of the things that uh, that I've discussed a while ago is um, you have two two paths to business ownership, right? Um, you have the path of starting something from the ground up. You also have the path of an acquisition. Uh, and even if you're in business, um, two ways to grow. There's organic growth, which means that you just continue to sp- uh, put money into marketing and you expand your consumer base. But then you you have strategic growth, which is the the acquisition of another business. It could be a competitor. It could be a business that adds a product or service to your already existing business. But in those situations, you run into you run into times where you don't have a, a bag of money that you can just put on the table to buy this business nor should you if you find yourself in a position to where you are looking to acquire another person's business you should always do it to the extent possible with somebody else's money so there are two types of other people's money you have the bank's money which is often hard to get um if anybody in here has tried to, or anybody listening has tried to apply for a business loan uh you know that that's that's not always the easiest thing to do uh there's another thing that you can do um and it's, this may be in combination with taking a smaller loan from the bank but you can get the seller of the business to finance a piece of the deal so what does that mean that means that if i'm looking at a deal that caught or at a business where the acquisition price is 1.5 million maybe i put down 500,000 and that could be 500,000 of the bank's money but that other million i'm going to pay out over the course of 8 to 10 years and you structure it to where it comes from the revenues of the business so that's called seller financing so you put yourself in a position to where you negotiate down and you know uh 2 weeks ago i talked about uh performing due diligence right so making sure that you're looking at the financials and you are setting an accurate price for the acquisition of that business. You're looking at the valuation and you are ensuring that your operation of of the business and the business's uh, prospects at growth from a revenue and a profit standpoint, uh, that uh, combination of the two will allow you to earn back money and not just earn back money, but receive a, a significant return on your investment. So after you go through the due diligence and you set a price, you say, okay, well, um, this is the price that I will give you up front. And, and I'll be honest, a lot of deals that are a million and under, uh, they, they are, are a lot of times um, financed with just uh, maybe 200,000 down, which if you, are, if you do have to go to a bank, you, um, you have the opportunity to use the financials of the business that you are acquiring in order to get the bank loan and the bank is going to want to see that if you are going through the if you're trying to get a loan uh, via the sba um so you you if the business is performing well what if the business is not performing well why are you buying it that is a very good question no and and and, <laughs> that and, is a very good question what if and, it's what if it's you know your family-owned business that you know that your piece of technology or your new upgrade is definitely going to catapult it in the next three to six months Right. So, so if, if, if a business is not performing well, and this is a part of doing your due diligence, right? So, um, in, in trying to identify the amount of
financing that you can push on the deal. So whether that is um, the seller is financing 60 or 75% of the deal, or whether the seller is financing about 15 or 20%, it, it, it is all a formula of how well the business is performing and what is the motivation of the seller to get rid of that business. So if the business is failing and the seller knows that it's failing, that means two things. One, they're going to go out of business or two, if they're actively trying to sell their business, the, the price that they can command in an acquisition is decreasing the longer that they hold on to the business. So they're trying, so they're trying to get out. So, so, so sometimes somebody's operating a business where if you, where you have, um, the skills, the technology, the workforce, the, the processes in order to turn that business around and make it into a profitable enterprise. So there, so there are uh, in, uh, situations and instances where you may want to acquire a business that is, uh, that's not doing as well. I won't say failing, but that's not doing as well. Um, but again, in those situations, you look at what is the net profit year over year, and then you, uh, you utilize that in order to come up with a formula for paying back that seller. So maybe it's that seller is, is making, is getting a hundred thousand um, dollars every year until they're paid off uh, and they, they get those in quarterly payments or annual payments. Um, there's another thing that you can do is you can structure and what's called an earnout, and just briefly an earnout is the difference between the agreed upon acquisition price. So if you think a business is worth 800,000 and the seller thinks the business is worth uh, 1.2 million, you all can agree on uh we'll say a nine hundred thousand dollar value so that's the flat price and then you say okay well we will allow you to to earn out that the the other three hundred thousand that you think the business is worth and so that means that the this is the base level so the business um year over year has uh annual net profits of we'll say three hundred thousand so to the extent uh everything um above that three hundred thousand that we make each year, we will pay you as an earnout. So you have the ability to earn up to that twelve, that one point two million, depending on the profitability of the company, and uh, and you being able to prove that the company is worth what you are claiming that it's worth. But at the end of the day, uh, understand that buying a business does not have to be funded all by you. It does not have to be funded all by a bank. There are there are avenues to alternative financing that is, um, you know, essentially the seller, uh, the seller um, financing the deal. So the seller says, okay, well, I'm going to hold a note for the amount that you're not going to give me at closing. And then you just pay that out over time. The interest rate on that is, um, is negotiable. Uh, it, it can be as low as the AFR or the, the applicable federal rate, which for a midterm loan, which is I think like uh, six to 10 years is like 1.98%. Um, or you can do the prime rate plus like three or 4%. The prime rate right now is set by the banks. Uh, and that's at I think four or 5%. So um, it's negotiable, it's typically cheaper than a bank loan. Um, and it gives you the flexibility to work with the seller in the event that you you have to miss some payments. So it creates a very um, great opportunity and it incentivizes the seller to stay on um, post acquisition to help you make sure that the business continues making money because if the business doesn't make money, the seller doesn't get paid and the seller does not want that. We definitely do not want that. <laughs> uh, how can we get a hold of you to make sure that we have the right attorney following us through this whole entire process? Because this thing, it. Things like this can get very complicated, especially if you aren't truly noting the fine print. 
Oh, right. right yes, right. and uh, attorneys can catch the fine print. Oh, yes, yes. So um, you can contact us. Uh, Google us at Jackson Corporate Law. We are at jacksoncorporatelaw.com. We're on all forms of social media. Follow us. Follow me. Um, we always put out great content. And one thing that I'll leave you with is this process of, uh, of having the seller finance a majority of the deal has been a catalyst for people tripling and quadrupling their business within the course of three to four years because they just continue to acquire other businesses through seller financing. And I know some businesses that have acquired four to five other companies and they have put 5% of the total purchase price down at closing. Really? Yes. It's an art. It, uh, obviously, and I think all of us need to have a conversation with you after this show. Um, Let's talk about we, it. We definitely should. Uh, we have to- Once again, this has been Legally Binding brought to you by Jackson Corporate Law. For more information, visit our website, www.jacksoncorporatelaw.com. And of course, don't forget to follow us on all forms of social media and subscribe to our podcast so that you can receive updates on each newly released episode. Until next time, we wish you continued success in life and in business.